Welcome to This is Cheaper Than Therapy. Please enjoy your session. Hey everybody, how are you? It is I, your favorite auntie, slash that annoying bitch you went to high school with, slash that crazy woman who posts all that nonsense on Instagram, slash that awkward ass mom at your kid's playgroup. It is I, Gina Glazimitsky, and this is my show. Welcome, guys. Welcome. I have a show. Isn't that insane? It's 2020. Everything is insane. No one knows what the hell is going on anymore, and it has driven me to the point of recording myself talking and um, putting that shit out onto the internet. What a world we're living in, folks. What a world. This is wild. Um, welcome to week one. Uh, I think for this week, we are probably just going to keep it pretty straightforward. Um, I think we're just going to kind of talk about myself, me, and who I am. Hi. Uh, super exciting. I know you're all just at the edge of your seats to hear all about it. Real riveting stuff we've got going on. Um, we're also probably going to talk about you know, why it is I've decided to start a podcast and what it is you can expect from my show on a weekly basis should you decide to continue to listen to my wonderful voice. So let's get right into it. Who am I? Who am I really? This is starting to sound like a therapist's office. No shade at all. I fully advocate for therapy. If that's something that you feel you need, then It is a wonderful tool to help you through whatever it is that you're dealing with internally. Um, But we're going to get right into it. My name is Gina Glazimitsky. I am a stay-at-home mom currently, a second-time college student, and a marginal member, but a member nonetheless, I'm very proud of that, of my local town government. Um, I currently live in New England. I'm a lifelong New Englander, specifically Massachusetts. And that's just what it is. I'm an East Coast ass bitch and will probably never change. I just kind of prefer the deep, dark sadness that is Massachusetts in February. Like, you haven't seen the sun in three months. And nothing is green and everything is shitty and gray and dying. And I don't know. For some reason, that appeals to me. And I haven't left yet, so I probably never will. Um, I am a former member of the medical industry prior to my, prior to my retirement, I guess you could call it, um, of having my two kids. I was a medical professional, I guess you could say. I worked with oncology patients in clinic. Um, it was a super rewarding and soul-consuming job and I mean that in the best way possible I love to be able to connect with the work that I'm doing Um, however looking back on it we probably had some mental health issues that were not the healthiest at that point in time I'm sorry guys I'm gonna get into this I feel like if you're starting a podcast um, it's really important to understand who the host is and their perspective and just kind of what lens of life they are going to be filtering all of their information through. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. This is a little bit of an employment history. 
portion of the show. Um, getting back to it, like I said, I was a medical professional. I worked in an oncology clinic. Basically, my role was, um, if I had to say it in a general sense, was patient advocacy. Uh, my function in the clinic was really about making sure that the patient had constant and clear communication with their physician, uh, making sure that they also had someone to advocate on their behalf as far as, you know, insurance issues are concerned. Fighting it out with them is, at this point in time, literally 99% of healthcare. It's ridiculous. I have so many feelings about this, and maybe we'll get into it in another episode, but not now. Um, yeah, part of my job was advocating with the insurance companies for my patients and helping to remove any and all barriers to their care whether it was financial whether it was logistical whether it was you know adherence and compliance of their medication it was making sure that these patients who are going through arguably the most difficult situation they have encountered in their lives were you know always had someone to to go to with any issue should they not understand something should they have an issue with something have literally anything and it was super rewarding. And truthfully, I really, really did love it. Um, at a point, it became extremely unhealthy for me. Um, I think that there came a point where I realized I was turning into a bit of a sociopath. And I started to, in a very unhealthy way, compartmentalize my work life from my home life. And I know that sounds very vanilla. It's like, yes, bitch, we get it. Like, Nobody wants to bring their work home with them. And it's like, yes, I understand that. But I think when you're dealing with this work environment, right? I'm in an oncology clinic. I'm dealing with a, a very serious disease. And, um, you know, you're, you get to a point where you are forming relationships with these people. You are, you truly care about them, obviously. I wouldn't be able to do what I did if I didn't actually truly and completely care about these people on a human level so you become very emotionally invested in them as human beings and their their outcomes you know how are they doing on treatment what is their home situation like are they having financial issues how do we help that you become very invested in this and because of the nature of the disease that they were battling you know you ended up dealing with situations on the regular where you would end up seeing, you know, your patients in clinic on Monday and, hey, how you doing, Mr. Jones? And, oh, great, good to see you, Gina. Like, you know, here are pictures of my grandkids. And, like, you know, just the very connecting things, uh, just very normal human experiences. And you, you forgot that these people were, were sick in a lot of cases. And then, you know, you see them on Monday. They come in for treatment. They do their thing. Okay, see you on Friday. Friday would roll around and we would get word that they had passed on from this world. And it just became a very uh, difficult thing to deal with. Uh, you, like I said, got emotionally invested in these people. You would see them on Monday. By Friday, they would have passed away. And it was very abrupt. It just became this, you know, I, I fell into this constant cycle of mourning um, and I didn't ever really realize it I didn't realize how fucked up it was that you know you get so invested in all of these different people and when you're in it 
you're so invested, like I said, in multiple different people, in multiple different situations, and everyone is different. Everyone's got their own protocols and their own issues and all of these things that you're trying your best to keep in the air. All of these different balls for all of these different people you're trying to keep in the air. And, you know, one of these patients passes away from this awful disease and you don't have time to process it, right? Like, I know I was a minor and very ancillary role player in their life at best and I don't deserve any closure. I fully am aware of that. There are people in their life who bear a lot more pain, obviously, than I ever did. Um, But it became constant. It was a constant occurrence in my life. And I think at one point it just became too much. I became extremely aware of my own mortality. And when faced almost every day with death, uh, you begin to go a little bit crazy. It got very unhealthy. And I said all that (laughs) to say this. Healthcare, I determined at that point, healthcare was not a long-term viable uh, career path for me. There was no path for me there. I saw so much of the system and I saw so much darkness in the system and how it truly functioned. Being in that environment really opened my eyes to a lot of issues with the healthcare system. And I decided that, you know, I'm going to play this out. It was new, like, you know, I was getting married. At that point, my husband and I were, in, my now husband and I were engaged. I knew we were going to get married. I knew that at some point we were going to have kids. And, you know, we, it had been something we always discussed was that, you know, I would be a stay-at-home mom and that would be the, the value I provided to our family, you know, during the baby-raising years. So fast forward, I, you know, left that position. I had my first daughter. I became a stay-at-home mom and I realized that, you know, at some point when it came time for me to rejoin the workforce... Healthcare wasn't a part of that equation anymore. So, back to school I went. um, And now I am a full-time college student with two children under three years old. Um, I am a law and history student. It's super interesting. It's much more in line with what I see myself doing long-term. I find it so interesting. I'm a huge history buff. Um, It is something, you know, learning about the world and learning about you know, the history of the world and how all of these different civilizations contributed to the society we see now. Just all the things, right? Like, I'm not unique in this way. I think a lot of people are interested in history. Um, And I feel that it is much more for me. All of that being said, I have just the utmost respect for people in the healthcare profession Uh, My own mother is a nurse, and obviously I was a member of it for a long time, and especially now during a global pandemic, you know, these people provide just such a a necessary and, you know, entrenched service that we all rely on in some capacity, right? Whether you're just someone who goes and gets your physical every year, whether you're in and out of the goddamn doctor's offices every fucking time you have a little sniffle whatever it is we all partake in the healthcare system and these people are truly doing the lord's work okay if you're a doctor or a nurse or you know a a medical biller or coder 
if you're a EMT or, you know, a, a pharmacist or a pharmacy technician or medical, like the list goes on, right? Like there are so many moving parts here. You are special and, and you are, like I said, doing the Lord's work. We appreciate you. We love you. And thank you so much for your, for your commitment to your jobs. As I mentioned before, I have two beautiful little daughters. Um, they are currently one and two. Shit is really real in my house, guys. Like, really real. Parenting has thrown me for a loop. I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about my kids. <laughs> I'm not going to. I know that sounds weird, but I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about the difficulties of motherhood and oh my god like we get it like everybody gets it I'm sorry but like if you have been around a two-year-old for more than 60 seconds you fucking get it like that shit is intense like those kids are on some bullshit there is no reasoning with them there is no talking to them they don't fucking understand anything that you're saying they're sweet and adorable and wonderful and God made them that way so you don't kill them. Parenting is intense. It is also a great privilege. Children are a gift, in my opinion, point blank, period. They're terrorists. They are little tiny domestic terrorists that live in your home, eat your food, and don't pay any bills whatsoever. Um, but they are gifts. Truthfully, I'm not going to sit here and talk to you and wax poetic about how difficult it is raising tiny humans because we all get it. It's been talked about. There's a billion blog posts out there, fucking WordPress and think pieces written by women who feel this way. And I advocate for their, you know, ability and their self-expression. Wonderful. What I get pissed off about is when people say, when you have a baby, you just change. You become a different person. It's like you're reborn. And this little being comes into your life and you're just so consumed with love that you want to be a different person. Bitch! That is not true. I am calling bullshit. Hear me out. I am a bomb-ass wife and a bomb-ass mom, and I know that in my soul. But guess what? I am also still the same piece of shit that I have always been. You don't, you don't just turn brand new the second that baby comes out. Like, stop. What are you talking about? You just simply add mom, wife fucking paralegal whatever you add that shit to the resume drunken shameless hoe is still there it just gets moved down a few spots truly like can we stop this please I'm begging you now I know that I live in suburbia right I have two kids and I am just this weird mixed bag of contradictory and seemingly disconnected 
character and personality traits that happen to be trapped in the same human being. And like I said, I live in suburbia, like suburbia. And you know what? Part of me absolutely loves it. I love it. I live such a wonderful, privileged life. Like, I'm going to be real with you guys. Like, I'm not the stay-at-home mom that's like, oh, my God, we're going to have to take, like, this huge salary cut. I don't know how we're going to make shit work, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm really worried about it. And I fully respect and understand that there are people out there who have to make that decision and they weigh the pros and cons of losing an income and they determine that there is more value in a parent staying home to raise the kids. I get it. For me, that wasn't the case. I didn't have to give up anything to become a stay-at-home parent. My husband is an incredible provider. He really is. The man is actually fucking amazing. I want to have him on this podcast so he can give y'all some goddamn game. Because that man uh, knows his way around finance unlike anybody I have ever seen in my entire life. Like, he's crazy. Super creative, really, really smart. And like I said, an excellent provider. That was not a judgment call we had to make. We didn't have to grapple with, do we lose an income? What are the pros and cons? Do you carry the health insurance? Does he carry the health insurance? Can we fucking afford daycare? Like, these are not questions I had to ask myself. And I want to make that very clear. Because I feel like that is a relevant fact um, to know if I am going to be speaking on different subjects please understand that does not mean that I am a dumbass bitch who has never had a dose of reality in her life Uh, my upbringing was less than desirable please understand I have been through some shit in my life Um, I was not sheltered in the slightest I have lived a life and I have a lot of life to live Um, but as far as the stay-at-home mom shit like I got a good Right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I don't. So, your girl loves to talk. That's what it is. I decided to start my podcast uh, because I felt that it was such a natural fit for me. Hear me out. I didn't choose the podcasting game. The podcasting game chose me. I have two small children. Like I said, I live in suburbia. I feel that it is extremely important to express yourself. I felt for so long that I had to censor myself, that I had to really think before I spoke before I posted something on Instagram, before I, you know, put any kind of, you know, opinion out into the world, I, I really felt for a long time that I had to censor myself. I started this podcast to say, fuck that. <laughs> I have the microphone and you will listen to every goddamn word I have to say. Name that movie. Name that movie. You know it. You know you know it. Everybody knows that line. But for real, I have two kids. I have two daughters. Two daughters who will someday grow up to be women. I feel that it is so critically important to model confidence to your kids 
and to show them that it is okay to be unabashedly yourself. If you continue to listen to this podcast, if that is your choice, I can promise you we are going to say some controversial shit. Like, I can promise you that. Um, but I will never be intentionally messy or offensive or divisive or unempathetic, non-empathetic, whatever the correct vernacular is, because I fucking hate that. I hate that in pop culture today, we have either two extremes. We have two extremes, right? One or the other. And one is we are so PC and we are so, you know, hand-holdy and, oh, you can't say that because it affects, you know, it offends this extremely marginal group who probably find it to be funny anyway, right? I'm not saying that we should just go around talking shit about people. I absolutely do not believe that. I find that to be wildly fucking irritating. Um, but the other end of that spectrum is the people who are like, oh, I'm a real ass bitch and I'm going to say what I want to say and fuck you, suck my dick if you don't like it. No, that's also fucking unacceptable. That's unacceptable. We are adults. I know I don't sound like one right now. I swear to you, I am a whole grown-ass adult. I'm 31 years old. I have two kids. I have my own family. I own property. I had a job one time. (laughs) But I don't believe in this messy presentation of our points. This, oh, I'm a real-ass bitch. I'll say it out. It's like, you can't. I'm sorry. You can speak truth. Absolutely. 100% speak truth, speak your truth. Say facts. Facts are these fucking irritating little things. They're super stubborn. They don't care about your political ideology. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care, you know, where your passions lie. They are facts. And for me, that's a beautiful thing. Facts. Love it. Great. But getting back to the raising of my children, I am fully aware that in starting this podcast and giving you my uncensored and unfiltered, largely unfiltered views about things, I may at some point alienate some of my peers. And by peers, I mean women my own age, women that may live in my town. Women that may be the parents of my children's friends, right? And by extension, therefore, some of my children may feel alienated by their peers, which is heartbreaking, truly. To think about it, it makes you want to cry. But social engineering in this day and age is a real thing. I don't give a fuck. I have a great group of friends. I have just an amazing group of women in my life and men. I, this is not going to be the, the men hater show. I promise you that, but I am definitely pro women and that is not something I will ever apologize for. Um, but you're going to hear some interesting opinions from me and the feminists listening to this might not always like them. That's fine. Um, I don't give a fuck. 
I think it's so important to model to your kids confidence, self-awareness, and the fact that you, as the parent, are fully accepting of yourself. I think it's really important to let your kids know, and this is the corniest shit ever, every parent says this, first day of school, but there's so much meaning in the phrase, honey, not everyone is going to like you. Believe that shit, homie. Not everybody is going to like you. Not everybody is going to understand you. Fuck, people don't even, they don't even need to acknowledge you. But you, my dear little friend, need to accept yourself. That's real shit. You need to accept yourself unequivocally. You need to accept yourself and so you can learn to be yourself. So that other people know it is okay to be themselves. If only in your presence. It is my sincerest and deepest wish in this life that I am able to teach my kids to be confident and self-sufficient and to not have to rely on other people for validation and emotional security and you do do that by showing them that hey (laughs) my mom is not afraid to be herself truthfully like I don't mean to like be preachy and get fucking holier than thou on that ass but guys I can't expect that from my kids if I'm not willing to do that myself truly so that's what the fuck this podcast is this is me expressing my views and being truly myself getting to this point took a lot of work um I had to deal with a lot of ugly ass shit about myself believe me when I say it is important to understand the unique brand of fucked upness that I am um I mean fucked upness I really do like I said upbringing wasn't the best uh, adult life had some issues. I've done a lot of shit. A lot of shit with a lot of people in a lot of places under a lot of different circumstances. And this is where I hope to be sharing all of that with you. I know I sound like a whole hot mess and that I am just this, you know, ratchet ass bitch. But I promise you, I'm actually a fairly intelligent human being. Um, I'm also a decent speaker. If I'm not, then I should just go fuck myself because this life ain't for me. Like, let's be real. But y'all can let me know. I'm sure that you will. Um, but I decided to go down the podcasting road. I think that's where we started this segment before I went off on my little tangent. Um, I decided to get into podcasting because... I love that there is a 
creative medium. I'm a very creative person. I love that there is a creative medium that you can go to to create audio content around any topic that your heart desires. I love that there's a platform that facilitates long form audio content that is both portable and searchable, right? Like this is something I wanted to be a part of, truthfully. Um, I, I want to create a community around this. That sounds so fucking corny. I know, it's so irritating. I wanna create a community. We can all just get together and share our feelings. And yes, you know what? Honestly, <laughs> I just made fun of myself for that, but like that's kind of what I want, for sure. Absolutely. And I know what you're all thinking right now. Who in the fuck does this crazy bitch think that she is? Seriously. Why, Gina? Why do you think that you have any right to talk in this microphone? I'm holding a microphone. This is so weird. But who do you think you are, bitch? Like, why? Why should we listen to you? Um, I don't have a good answer for that. If you don't fucking want to, then don't. Um, that's totally your decision. I can't help you there. Um, but please understand that I am fully aware I am not qualified. <laughs> I am fully aware that I am not a public figure, obviously. Like, no one cares. Um, I'm also fully aware that I am not cool. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking cool. But also, like... Why not me? I'm sorry, but I listen to some of these podcasts and I fucking love podcasts, right? Like that's another reason. Like I love it. I they're there for you. You're at the gym, you're fucking gardening, you're taking uh, fucking aerobic. I don't know. Whatever it is that you're doing, you're at the, you're on your way to work. You're at work. You're mowing the lawn. Whatever your activity of choice is. I love podcasts. They're always there for you. Um I listen to some of these and I'm like, what you're saying is fucking stupid. Like I could do better than you. Like, I'm sorry, but I listen to some of this shit and I'm like, no, you sound dumb. Like that's not what you're supposed to say or you're wrong or whatever. Yes, I'm annoying. I get it. But like, it's true. So I fully am aware that maybe I am not your like go-to person. It's like, you know who I really want a podcast from is Gina Glazimitsky. Oh, you remember Gina from the fourth grade? Yeah, no, I I haven't talked to her in 18 years, but I know that bitch would be good on a microphone. Like, listen, guys, I get it. If you don't want to listen to this, I fully understand. And I fully get that maybe this first episode is a total turnoff to you. Um, maybe I sound like a complete psychopath. I don't know. Who cares? But we're going to be talking about some real shit. I think that I listened, like I said, to a bunch of podcasts. And I realized that there was not a single one that scratched all the itches for me. So more or less, I decided to create it. This is an outlet for me, right? Therapy is expensive as fuck. And by contrast, podcasting is a very low barrier, financial barrier to entry. Like it's not an expensive hobby. It's not. Everybody can do it. Everybody should do it. Fucking talk into a microphone. Share your thoughts with the world. I encourage it. Let's do it together. Hit a bitch up. Like, let's do it. 
Anyway, let's move on to what you can expect from this show. I think you've heard enough of my senseless ramblings. Um, so I'm going to be doing this weekly. Um, I have determined that I have this weird ability to talk to anybody about anything. Like literally anything. We're going to be going all over the place with this show. Um, and that's actually what we're going to be calling it. Anything with anyone. With yours truly. Um, find us on Instagram. I started us a little Instagram page. Super cute. Um, it's just anything with anyone on Instagram. Surprisingly, it was available. Um, but what are we going to be talking about? Or what can you expect? Like I said, weekly. We're going to be doing this weekly. Um, I'm going to be talking about, again, various different subjects. And by various, I mean things like politics. I know that your assholes all just tightened up. Don't act like they didn't. You're like, oh, bitch, I see what you be posting on the gram. Are you sure you want to do that? If this podcasting thing doesn't work out for you, ain't nobody going to hire your ass after they hear what you have to say. I have considered this also. Yes, I get that. I am taking a massive risk in my financial future, in my professional future by starting this podcast. Because what gets put out on the internet truly never dies. I have thought about this for sure. Again, this is my show and this is my life and I have the undeniable luxury of really not having to um, consider my professional career super seriously right now. I realize that that is an extreme luxury that not everybody has. I get that. But also, uh, I, I, I'm not, uh, like, there, we're, like I said, we're going to have some hot takes from your girl. But it's not going to be, like, I'm not unreasonable. I promise you. Like, you guys have, well, not you guys, but some of you, I hope, anyway, have talked to me in real life. I'm a reasonable human being. I'm not super crazy like you, your girl has a mouth on her and I'll have any conversation with literally anyone but um, I'm not totally unreasonable I'm also not heartless I'm also not a racist I'm also not you know any kind of you know un unreasonable horrible human being that's just not me but we're gonna talk about politics talk about relationships we'll talk about you know investing strategies have to call in a professional for that one Luckily, one of my best friends is a financial advisor, and he is my financial advisor, my husband's financial advisor, and um, it's just a wealth of knowledge. Um, we'll be talking about uh, real estate, purchasing real estate, investing in real estate, purchasing investment properties, things like that. We'll be talking about general economics. We'll be talking about self-care. We'll be talking about spirituality and crystals and astrology and shit. Like when I say, guys, we are going everywhere with this podcast, I truly, I truly mean that. And if you're into it, I am so happy to have you along for the ride. I actually think it's going to be pretty fun. Um, and honestly, even if nobody fucking listens, I may continue to do this just for my own mental health. 
I think that when you feel like you're putting something out there, it's like, you know what they say, like in therapy, if you're really mad at somebody, like eat, type them an email or like, you know, type them a text or whatever, but then like delete it. It gets it out of you. It puts it out there into the universe, but it doesn't go to the people, you know, the, to the person that you wanted it to go to. I kind of feel like this is like that, except it's permanent and, you know, someone might actually hear it. Ooh, that's kind of cringy. But, um, yeah, guys, like I said, I'm fully aware that I'm not necessarily qualified to do this. I get it. And this is a free country and you have free will and you don't have to listen to it. <laughs> With all due respect, you don't have to fucking listen to it. But that being said, I am always open to feedback, even if it's not nice feedback. Um, y'all who know me in person know I love a good Internet troll. Truthfully, I really do. Um, ideally, you know, if you see one of these episodes go up and you're not super interested in the title, then feel free to take a pass. Totally get it. No hard feelings whatsoever. Um, but also what you could do is listen to it and then DM me with a detailed list of how I failed so I can get better. This podcast is going to be a journey bear with me in the beginning I probably suck at it but you can't get better or anything unless you continue to do it so we're going to keep doing it it will be a journey it will be an evolution it will be a jolution wow that was so fucking stupid but anyway I have rambled quite enough um I really hope that you guys stick with me I actually think this is going to be super fun um we're going to be like I said talking about a lot of different things and Maybe if we're interested in even half of them, we could have something really fun here. But, um, oh, I don't even want to say this. Follow me on Instagram. <sighs> I just, like, gagged on that one a little bit. Follow me on Instagram. It's Gina Glazamitsky. That's my personal one. Or you can follow the shows, which is anything with anyone. And, yes, I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it through all of my senseless ramblings, I really appreciate you. You the real MVP. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>